0: You're now listening to the number one podcast on planet Earth.
1: Winners win. Winners win. Mm -hmm. Straight up. They don't cover, which is unfortunate, but they win. Oh, she will. Mm -hmm.
0: And she'll see me, a winner.
1: All right you've come back winners win me and jay bird gonna throw in a little little bonus episode for uh this week and next week a uh, uh, schedule breakdown of the we're gonna do the sec east today sec west tomorrow i've went through taking the time put the work in and put i have made a pick for every game for every sec team this year their whole schedule all 12 games i got a pick for them we're gonna do the SEC East tonight. Next week, we'll do the SEC West. Jay, how you doing tonight, bud?
0: Doing good, man. Doing good.
1: All right, uh, SEC East breakdown bonus episode. Jay, before we start, it's Sunday night, and uh, two of our two of our guys went first and second overall. We got to talk about that for just a second.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the first time LSU's had number one draft pick since Ben McDonald. 1989.
1: Yep. Bregman went second. Uh, Gossman went, I think, in the top five, or he went fifth or sixth, seventh, eighth, or something. He was top 10. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, big. Jared, Jared, Jared Mitchell went 23rd overall. Yeah, to the White Sox. I don't know why that stuck <laughs> in my head. I don't, I don't always remember they drafted him. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz, first and second, the Pirates and the Nationals. I was on record saying I thought the Pirates were going to go cheap and take Max Clark, but. Once I saw they took skeins, it was an understood thing that the the Nationals had kind of came out and said they wanted skeins, but if not, they were taking crews. So once they the pirates took skeins, it was a it was real nice because you knew that it was gonna go one two overall. And I'm really happy that Wyatt Langford slipped to fourth because screw him, he's from Florida.
0: <laughs> and
1: uh speaking of Florida, Jay, they got they're they're in a lot of the topics tonight on this SEC East thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. All right. So let's get her kicked off, Jay. We're gonna uh, get into like a little schedule breakdown. Let's start off with Georgia, Jay. I'm, I, you, I would assume the the favorite to win the SEC East, right?
0: Yeah, I assume, and like a, I'm gonna try. We're gonna rank these. We're gonna, we're gonna put them out there from the easiest to the toughest. So Georgia, to me, has the easiest schedule overall um, in the SEC East and the SEC in general. The whole SEC, I believe, Georgia has the easiest schedule. Wow. I mean, if you do, you look at their non-conference opponents, UT Martin, Ball State, UAB, and Georgia Tech is their their best non-conference opponent. What's Georgia Tech, I, I I don't know when the last time Georgia Georgia Tech beat Georgia. We have to go way back, man. Way back. So
1: Georgia, the uh, with the easiest schedule. Jay, I've kind of looked at Georgia and I did realize they had the easiest schedule, but. Man, I'm really a believer in this Carson Beck guy. Uh, you know, those who don't know Carson Beck's the he's gonna start this year after the the old son bitch that was thirty five years old just played, you know, won two national championships with him. What was his name? Yeah. Oh,
0: um uh, Bennett. Stetson, Stetson Bennett.
1: Yes, yeah, Stetson Bennett. And uh I got the I got the George I got Georgia going twelve and No surprise, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, no surprise. I mean Vegas got him at uh eleven and a half Win total. Jesus Christ! So you're
1: just picking a game? Are they going to slip up or not? Yeah. Jay, is, do you see them slipping up? no so, nah,
0: no. So since 2001, Rob, Georgia Tech has beat Georgia three times, and I wouldn't have even thought that. I would have not thought since 2001. And two of the times they been in 2008 and 2014, they was uh, they beat them by three in '08, and it was Georgia Tech was ranked then. And they beat uh beat them in 2014. They was also ranked and beat them in overtime.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so I kind of remember the 2014
0: game. And then 2016, they beat them by one, 20, 28 27. So I like, it's been close, you know, but, but so I wouldn't have thought since 20.
1: 2014, they beat them twice. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. No kidding.
1: So, uh, but anyway, all right. A uh, little breakdown of the games pretty easy. I got them going 12 and 0 they might play uh, – hopefully Tennessee gives them a closer game. I
0: thought Tennessee so, would give them a so, better game last year. Yeah, so week three, uh, they got South Carolina. Week five, they got at Auburn. Um, week six, they got Kentucky. And then uh, week nine, they got Florida, um, a neutral site game. And then their their um, cross-divisional opponent is uh, also is Ole Miss at home. And then at Tennessee. So, I mean – You. Have the only tough game on the road they have is uh, at Tennessee. You know,
1: I know, and at Tennessee I mean, that I, I don't. Are...
0: I don't know how good Auburn's going to be this year. That's, I mean, you wouldn't think that they. I mean, I wouldn't think that Hugh Freeze can can have him a like, contender in year one. You know, I mean, I know Brian Kelly did it last year, but that's just out of the ordinary.
1: I'm a Maybe. man. I'm high on Hugh Freeze. I'm not saying they're going to be a contender this year, but man, I, I really think the world of him, and it, it might just be me but I think he's got the scheme. I think that they yeah, got the, yeah, I, uh, I think that scheme goes, a scheme is going to go a long way. And, uh, I'm not saying that they're going to, they're going to beat some people this year.
0: Yeah. But, I'm not saying they're going to go and 12, but I just, I don't think, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to give Georgia a contest though. I got you. I, mean, I got you. All right. So hopefully,
1: hopefully Tennessee can pull through. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see Georgia go 12. and know I fucking really, I sure as hell don't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was a feel good yeah, yeah, story yeah. when they were beating Alabama. Now they're becoming Alabama. Now it kind of pisses me off, you know. Yeah. Well, I look. I know you got the soft place in your heart for Georgia, but don't Jay. They're they're taking over, dog.
0: No, <laughs> I used to have a soft place in my heart whenever they was was like LSU. They was pretty good every other year, and they and they beat Florida. And not now when they now they come this this powerhouse. No, I ain't got no soft place for them. Hope they go in twelve. I don't care.
1: Yeah, do You uh. Man, Kirby was there for a little while until he really got it rolling like this. Do you uh, – Yeah. It, 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 it's like – I don't understand how it ha- – I mean, I know his recruiting. I, I mean, if it, it's it's recruiting. He's got the number one recruiting yeah, class. Yeah. But yeah, Jesus Christ, cool. man, I didn't think they were going to go from – I thought they were just going to, I guess, not ever get over the hump. I guess I was pretty ignorant to what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I figured Kirby will eventually get over the hump and and beat Saban, but I didn't know he's gonna win two in a row back yeah. to back. You know,
1: I watched him go zero two against Ed Ogeron. Damn right, <laughs> isn't that crazy to think that he went zero two <laughs> against Cocho Damn right. All right, so no surprise there. Like wasn't even
0: wasn't even close.
1: <laughs> wasn't even close. I was at both games. It wasn't close. I saw yeah. both of those wins. That was great. Boy, Georgia okay. fans, they are. They they got a great fan base, man. Jay, I mean, quick story: twenty eighteen, uh, Joe Burrow's first his first big big game. Georgia was number two, and uh, yeah. me and you were there. And Georgia kind of took over that stadium, Jay. Yeah, they, they probably had about
0: if I had a guess, they probably had about thirty thousand people
1: in it. I know? mean, that's fucking crazy to think about a hundred thousand people. Is that the most you've ever yeah. seen? And you've how many games that's have you been to? So-
0: yeah, that's the most opposing fans I've ever seen in Tiger Stadium for sure. Tennessee yeah. had a lot this
1: last year as well.
0: Yeah, but not – not it wasn't a sea of orange, you know, like a sea of red they had for Georgia. It I mean, really was,
1: was. It was crazy. It was crazy to see 30,000 opposing fans in Tiger Stadium. But, I mean, it, yeah. you got to put some of that into – these people are planning their big away trips. You know, it's a it's a spectacle to come yeah, to Tiger and, Stadium.
0: And we we asked them Georgia fans if you remember, and they said that uh, this was their biggest away game of the year, one of the biggest games of the year because they play Georgia, they play Florida neutral site every year. So that's you know,
1: I feel bad for them having to do that. Could you imagine if we had to do that? That's stupid.
0: the that same thing with uh, Arkansas and A um, and M. They play. Jerry Ross every year.
1: Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, Aren't that you sucks. glad? That would suck if we had to do that every year with like Auburn or something. Yeah,
0: I mean, we well, used to do a uh, neutral site with, with um, Arkansas, but LSU used to play Arkansas in Little Rock, you know?
1: Yeah, War Memorial I mean, Stadium. And it,
0: and it, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't a neutral site, but I'm saying that whenever LSU was turned to play away, they would play in Little Rock instead of playing in Fayetteville. I was like, "Why?" I don't know why they did that. I mean, the Arkansas fans—they lose a season ticket every every other year, you know. Yeah, it's I'm stupid. uh,
1: I'm very. Uh, I'm, I know Arkansas. I've I've been to Fayetteville twice, and I've talked to Arkansas fans, and I know they were real excited that their new AD was like, "No, we're not missing out on home games." Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know. All right, so Georgia twelve and OJ. Let's uh, let's go into Vandy. What you got on Vandy, Jay?
0: <laughs> What's I got on Vandy? Uh, Vegas has them at three and a half wins,
1: Rob. Three and a half. Um,
0: Three and a half wins. yeah. they. Uh, I have them as the uh, number the sixth um, toughest schedule in the East. Um, uh, Sports Illustrated has them the number forty-one um, overall strength of schedule. Uh, so I mean, they, they start off the season with uh, Hawaii, a week zero a week game, zero game, a week zero game in Hawaii. Um, you know, and they play everybody else, but it's just you know, when you play – when you play everybody else and you're Vanderbilt, it makes the game seem much harder to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they play the same amount of teams as the other people and their cross – and their cross-divisional opponents is Auburn and Ole Miss, just like uh, Georgia. Yeah. But it's just – you know, everybody I, I, seems hard. J I mean, I got UNLV one. UNLV, they play UNLV week uh, – week five. Uh, week three, I'm sorry, week three, they play UNLV. And uh, UNLV, they didn't win like one or two games. They play at Wake Forest, you know, week two. Um,
1: a little little trivia for you, Jay. Uh, UNLV has a, a former SEC head coach as their new head coach this year. You got an idea who that is?
0: No, I have no idea.
1: Barry Odom from Missouri. He was oh, a hell. defensive coordinator at Arkansas last couple of years.
0: Oh, I don't He's know Barry why. Arkansas. So they had a good defense the last couple of years. I know.
1: Screw him. I don't want him there no more. He was a good coach, yeah. man. He's a good defensive coach.
0: Maybe, maybe if Baylor was going to UNLV, maybe he'll bring your favorite high school quarterback back. Oh, Tate, baby, Tate Martell.
1: He still got. There's rumors flying around that he still got two years of eligibility. Oh
0: my gosh, <laughs> man! I
1: know
0: him and Peter. Him and Peter Parrish got the most eligibility year I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, let the record show. If you're a real LSU fan, you're listening to this. Peter Parrish was a sophomore. I'm sorry. Peter Parrish was a true freshman in 2019 for our national championship team. He was our Mm -hmm. third-string quarterback for the greatest team Mm -hmm. in the history of college football. Me and Jay looked at him uh, the other day. I sent Jay a screenshot.
0: So we're 2023. So
1: this should be his senior year. 2023, this should be his senior year.
0: The way COVID does... Our red shirt junior.
1: The way red shirt is, and then you can red shirt, and they got medical red shirts, and they had a COVID year. COVID. He is considered a sophomore right now. <laughs> uh, I, is, he at, is he at Last Chance U? Is that where he's at right now?
0: It, uh, I think so. I, I think, think that's where I sent you. Me that, East, East Mississippi yeah, send me community? A picture. I, did, I forgot about him until you sent me that picture.
1: Peter Parrish, man. I remember he went to Memphis after he left LSU, and apparently that didn't fade. Whatever. How the hell is he a sophomore, and he was a freshman in 2019? Fucking I blows know. my mind. All yep. right, Jay. So back to Vandy. I got the under on them because I got them going three and nine. <laughs> <laughs> you so said three and a half. half. I got them going three and nine. The only wins I got, I got them winning at Hawaii like they did last year.
0: So, so you would you would put um you would put the over on Georgia eleven and a half.
1: Yes, I'm going twelve and zero. Georgia's yeah. going twelve and zero. Twelve and zero. Okay. Yep, I got Georgia going twelve and zero. I got the under on Vanderbilt. I got them with three wins. Only wins over Hawaii, Alabama, A and M. And UNLV, so that means I got them going zero and eight in the SEC, and uh, mm, that's tough a tough year. Yep, yeah, it's a tough year for old Clark. Uh, what's his name? Clark Reem? No, what, their
0: head cut Clark they Lee. Might, they might go four and eight. Sneak beat Florida again.
1: Oh man, that sure would be nice. <laughs> yep, yeah, uh, I would love that. That's the only thing I would like better than go, them going yeah. three and nine is him going four and yeah. Eight. All right, Jay. You, uh, can, we got Kentucky next. What you got on Kentucky?
0: Yeah, I think Kentucky's got the fifth uh, toughest schedule in the SEC. Uh, ESPN has them as the number thirteenth uh, overall toughest schedule, uh, but I got them fifth in the um, in the East. Um, you know, they got they got games. The I mean, right off the bat, they play a tough one. Boy, two tough ones right off the bat. Man, three look,
1: tough ones. Whoa, let's hear them. No, give them four tough ones, Jay. Oh, you're look right. Look after you're that.
0: Right. Oh no, look at the next oh. one. Five tough ones.
1: Oh. <laughs> Read those five first games.
0: Oh. First game right at the gate, eleven AM. Ball State. Oof. Home. Then Eastern Kentucky home. Then Akron, home. Oof. Then they got a tough, Tough Road travel to Vanderbilt.
1: To play the fighting.
0: Clark Lees. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Florida comes to town the next week. Jesus, what? That's that could be the easiest
1: half of a schedule or no, five games on here. I yeah. mean, that's about as easy as it gets. Yeah. If
0: you're any other, then, champ. The, 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 then it starts to get pretty rough. Then they got at Georgia, Missouri, Tennessee, at Mississippi State, Alabama, at Carolina, at Louisville. So it gets pretty rough on the back end. But the reason why I have them. Number five is because of the first five games, you know.
1: Okay. Do we have guess, a, do you have an over-under, Jay, on Vegas
0: for that? Over-under for Kentucky, six and a half, Rob.
1: All right, Jay. I'm under again. I got the Kentucky Wildcats going six and six. I don't know. I don't buy into this six fucking this hype about, oh, man, Kentucky, man, their defense and yada, sure. yada. I know they got the transfer quarterback from North Carolina State, but – in the grand scheme of things, Kentucky has only had one good year in the last fucking, like, six years.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I'm I'm going to pull up what year it is right now, but they had one year where they won ten games like two seasons ago. And other than that, they really ain't done shit. I don't so know why they him, get this benefit of got, the doubt. You got them losing.
0: You got them losing uh, how many in a row? I got them losing
1: Georgia, six Missouri. In a row? You got I got them, six I got them losing six in a row, Jay. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're going to start off hot, and you're going to hear uh, the bluegrass, yada yada, because they, Ball State, ECU, Akron, Vanderbilt. I got them beating Florida too. I got them going five and zero, and then losing six, Jay, six in a row, and they're going to be falling apart. I think,
0: I think they probably they could probably get one out of Missouri. Probably they might. Probably be
1: they might. Out. It's hard when you really go through every game because you almost want to give some teams. Oh no, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that's why I say it's, it's hard to do what you, you what you've done because you, you don't know. Them you know, we don't know how good they're going to be. We, we have like, no idea.
1: Like just last year, they had this generational quarterback and then they went seven yeah, and he... six and three and five in the SEC. Now let's go back to yeah. 2021. They went 10 and three and five and three in the SEC. That's that good year. 2020, yeah, that was a real good year. Let me go through this. 2020, COVID year, they went five and six. 2019, mm-hmm. they went eight and five, three and five in the SEC. Let's go to 2018, they went. Ten and three and five and three. So they, in the last six years, they've had two good years, and uh, and I don't understand why they just get this benefit of the doubt. Like, oh man, Kentucky, Kentucky. They're really just a three and five team in the SEC every year, pretty much.
0: Yeah, you just, we'll just put them as a the four and four, you know. Put them.
1: That's right. You know. I have them. I have them going six and six overall. So I'm taking the under again. The only SEC wins I have them getting is looks like Vanderbilt and Florida. I have uh, the rest of the – I have them beating Louisville at the end, but, damn, I got them going two and six in the SEC. Pretty tough. All right. Jay, you want to get into Tennessee, which is my biggest question. Biggest question mark by far to me in the East is Tennessee.
0: Yeah, because we don't know how good uh, Joe Milton's going to be, you know. Um, I think think Tennessee is going to be as good as Joe Milton allows them to be. I yeah, really think so.
1: I really I like their coach. I like that that ugly double chin yeah, fucker he's, he's scheme. Got,
0: you, you saw my you saw my schemes a while ago. He's got one of the better offensive schemes. You know, always getting people up, open space and always find an open man. It's almost like uh, watching Ohio State play. You know, like Ohio, every time you watch Ohio State play, there's always a man wide open. It's like how the hell they get somebody wide open every time.
1: Uh, yeah, and 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 they spaced the field out so far that code that coach's scheme. I, I'm. Struggling yeah, for his yeah. name right now, big double chin, donkey headed fuck from Tennessee. He, uh, but they they spaced <laughs> this. They have the field space so far out. It's it makes you tackle in space. It may it puts puts you in your third. And they had a great wide receiver core last year. Like your next yeah, thing you know, your third good. best cornerback is on their second best or first best receiver. Their third best receiver, and and they were so deep. They, I'm, th- I'm glad they lost a couple of those guys, but. Uh, I know they returned that the Brew McCoy guy, and that is who roasted us at eleven o'clock last year. Do you understand me, Jay? Yeah. Do you? I oh, remember yeah. their fans going, "Brew."
0: No, I remember
1: I was there. All right, what you what you that got for wild. Tennessee? It's Heupel. Oh yeah, Heupel. Yeah, Josh Heupel. Yeah, random random fact on him: he was second in the Heisman voting overall when he was in college.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Tennessee, they have a uh, Tennessee nine and five. I mean, not. Nine and a half wins. I'm sorry, not nine. Uh, nine and a half wins for Vegas. Okay. Um, so Tennessee, I, I have them. Like I said, the fourth toughest schedule in the SEC. Uh, ESPN has them at number eight. Um, so they they start off with a, a non conference opponent. Not not a great great one, but a Virginia, neutral site. Um, then they play Austin P. I don't even know where that is or who that is. <laughs> um, at Florida. Uh, then they play UTSA. Which is a which, sneaky UTSA, good team. Yeah, well, I was about to say, UTSA, who went 11-3 and last year, was ranked in the top 25 in some polls, you yep. know. So that's not a – I mean, I'm sure it's an easy win for Tennessee. Not easy, but, I mean, you know what I mean? It's not going to be – I don't think Vanderbilt will beat them or, or, or I think Kentucky a harder time. That's
1: a, that's a serious and, team. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So week five, uh, they got South Carolina. Um, week seven, they got A&M, A and as a cross divisional opponent, and then week eight uh, they go to Bama. Week nine at Kentucky, and then week twelve they got Georgia. You know, okay. So,
1: and the over under is
0: nine and a half. Nine and a half, and they play UConn. No, that's, that's UConn, Virginia, Austin Peay, UTSA, and U- UConn. Not very good. Okay, so, so I,
1: I'm gonna. I got the over on this one. I got. I'm buying the Joe Milton hype. I know he can throw a hundred yards, but. I'm uh, I uh, he the two games he started last year he won. I know he came in after Hendon Hooker got hurt and they got killed by South Carolina. But I'm buying the Hendon Hooker yeah. hype, but I'm buying the Josh Heupel hype. If they can get some defensive stuff together, uh, I hopefully they take down Georgia. I don't have them doing that. I got them going ten and two. The only losses I think uh, the cousins in Tuscaloosa avenged their loss and beat them, and I got them losing to Georgia again. So I got Tennessee going ten and two.
0: That's a that's a hell of a year too.
1: That's a hell of a year. So uh all right, Jay, you want to go to Missouri next?
0: Yeah, I got Missouri number 3 uh strength of schedule um and ESPN has them at number 20, but I, I just think Missouri uh plays a tougher non uh, conference and and they play, you know, they play the um so they start off the year with uh South Dakota and Middle Tennessee, which is not, you know, not very great. But then they then they play Kansas State at home. And we all know that Kansas State is usually pretty good. I mean they're not they're not great, but they they usually beat Oklahoma and they beat Texas the last couple of years. And they beat
1: Missouri and, by thirty last year. And they returned their quarterback. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then and then uh, they play Memphis next. So Memphis is you know they're they're always pretty good. Yeah. They're not they're not a great team, but they beat Ole Miss a couple of years ago. You know they they, they they're, they're usually pretty good. Memphis is. So then then they got Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. And then they play LSU at Kentucky, South Carolina at Georgia, Tennessee. Florida at Arkansas, so I just think that their their cross divisional opponents are tougher, and um, and then their non conference is tougher than than uh, Tennessee because I think Kansas State is better than than um, Virginia. Yeah,
1: uh, Kansas State. That's an I got a, that's a loss for me. Do you have an over under in Vegas
0: for Missouri? So Missouri's over and under is six and a half.
1: All right, I'm taking the under again. I got them at six. So it makes me feel good <laughs> that I'm around these. You know what I mean? I'm around these over-unders because yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. look at that. I got them yeah. going six and six. I I'm uh, I got losses to Kansas State. I got losses to LSU. We'll be there. Not a big deal. Um, I got losses to Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, and Arkansas. I got them losing their last four games. And I got them four and one with us coming to town. So that gets me kind of fired up. I think they'll be four and one. I think we'll be undefeated. Um And, you know, going into Columbia, Missouri, and that gets me kind of fired up for that game. But overall, I got Missouri going 6-6. Six and six. All right. Uh, Jay, do you want to go to South Carolina next?
0: Yeah, that's good, man. So South Carolina, I have them as the second uh, toughest schedule in the SEC East, and I have them at uh, – and ESPN has them at the number 11 um, toughest schedule in the country. So, so South Carolina – they start week one with a bang. Uh probably one of the best better games of the weekend. Week one is uh, against North Carolina, uh with Drake May coming back as a sophomore. Drake
1: May versus think, Spencer Rattler.
0: And that's a that, that game's also a neutral sight. Uh be played in Charlotte. Um so that that's a that's a that's a big game, man. If uh Beamer can win that one right out of the gate, then that you know that you know
1: That could set the tone see, for I, the season.
0: I think it sets the tone for the whole season. You know, it, it, can, it can set them up. Because they play Furman next, and I don't even know who that is or where that is. But then they they play they go to Georgia, which they're not going to win now. And then they play Mississippi State um, in week four. Then they play week five at Tennessee. Week seven, Florida. Week nine, at A&M. Week 12, Kentucky. And then week 13, they uh, play Clemson at home. So they play North Carolina and Clemson in their non- uh conference plus their crossed uh divisional opponents is at A and M and Mississippi State at home. So I think that's a pretty tough schedule, man.
1: <clears throat> Jay, I'm about to reveal your and I, uh your mind and your age and how long we've been watching the Tigers and how long we've been friends. You said you referenced Furman and you said, man, I don't really know who that is or where that's from, yada yada. I got a random. Something, let's go back. You you have always shocked me how good your memory is, but there's certain okay. things that I, that I remember, and I know this okay. to be a hundred percent fact. Okay. The last time LSU had Tiger Vision, you remember? You remember Tiger Vision?
0: We watched it at your house right after uh, Stratton cut your grass.
1: And that was Furman. That was against <laughs> Furman Paladins.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we I don't, know, I, was say, I don't know where they're from or who they are. Just, 2013,
1: play we played them in 2013, and you came over to my house and we watched it on Tiger Vision. And if you're <laughs> a young LSU fan listening to this, one game a year is that right, Jay?
0: It was yeah, one played, game. Uh, one game a year it used to be Tiger a pay per view.
1: You had to buy it on Tiger Vision.
0: It's like twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah,
1: twenty nine. But you're obviously, I'm always gonna. You only get twelve games or thirteen games a year. I'm always gonna pay twenty nine ninety nine to watch Tiger. So it was no brainer. You came yeah. over and watched it. Yeah and uh oh yeah the the week before that jay that was our first away trip they played old miss when we lost that was the week before that i did not remember that <laughs> all right you want to go to f- wait no no, no. Oh, what's so- over over under on south carolina
0: over and under on south carolina six and a half
1: jay i'm on fire i got them going six and six uh just being around the number makes me because i was nervous on some of these i was like when you really break down every game, you're like, man, A&M against South Carolina. I mean, you know, like.
0: It- so you got them losing to Tennessee, Georgia, Missouri, A&M, Kentucky, Clemson. Yep. Good job,
1: Bird. You know me oh, too well. You nailed it. Six and six. Those are my losses. I got them so, beating North Carolina game one. It sounds like to me you're higher on South Carolina than me.
0: Yeah, I think I think, I think think they'll beat A&M. Love it. I think they probably they beat uh, Missouri. Fucking they, think- love it. I think they beat both of them, man. See, that's
1: do. that's where I really struggled. Is like whenever you start doing math in my head, Jay, I think South Carolina is better than Missouri, right? I th- I think hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. But when you start using that math, you look yeah, up man. in Missouri, you hey, have man. them winning no games, and they're going to win more than a game in the SEC. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So it's really hard, bro. Because like you said, I had them, I had them, uh, I have them, uh, you know, losing some games, but it's like it's I have them beating South Carolina, but really, I think South Carolina is a better team.
0: If Spencer Radler plays like he did the last two or three games of the season, uh, I mean, I'm not saying they're going – Are you saying eight and four? Yeah, eight and four, or nine and three, man. I Ooh, think they could. I love a hot I they take. They could.
1: Love a hot they take. They could.
0: I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, book it down, call your bookie and bet right now. I'm just if, – if he does – if he plays like he did last year, the last three games, not the first nine. Cause yeah. He was hot garbage the first nine. But if he plays his last three games – Consistently, you know, they're not going to be Georgia. They're not going to be Tennessee. Uh I don't know. They they could be Clemson. They did last year, you know. Um, yeah. Junior, are so, you saying ten and two right now? No, I'm not ten and two, man. Come on, give me a hot take. No, but I, I think I think they could. You know, you could see you could see nine wins out of them. You could, you know, 9-3, I think.
1: Okay, love it. I got them going six and six. I uh, this, me and you have said this. If you listen to the show. Last year we kind of we we just joked around about how you kind of have a soft place for South I meant for Georgia and I I kind of have a soft place for South Carolina so that kind of that makes me happy that,
0: that's that's a uh, that's on my bucket list man i unless you play South Carolina next time I'm going oh sure. you
1: you want to listen to uh what's it what's the name of
0: Sand, that song Sandstorm Sandstorm oh man that's that's cool man I think <laughs> I think I've said this on the podcast before but I think South Carolina. And uh, the Vikings have two of the best pregame uh, rituals. There are, man. I like Inner Sandman
1: at Virginia Tech. That's a bucket list for me. That's
0: a, that's a good one too. But I mean, I'll never going to play them. And why? would well, the hell would I go to Virginia Tech? Jay, we've
1: played Virginia Tech.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about up there. You know, they don't, they're not going to play at Virginia Tech. I'm sure they have. And you know, past i'm saying that. I'm, so I'm, I'm thinking.
1: I'd say there's a fifty percent chance. And mine in your lifetime. What we got? We're thirty something. We got you know. Yeah. I think there's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. I think we can.
0: Maybe.
1: Well, anyways, wait, we're obviously going to go to South Carolina eventually. So, yeah. uh, that, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Florida's who we got so now, last. Let's save the best for last.
0: Florida. Florida Gators.
1: It feels like Florida hate week in this fucking room right now. I love it. Oh, yeah, me too.
0: Um, so, Florida, Adam, is the toughest schedule in the SEC East Oof. I have them as the toughest schedule overall in the SEC also. Mm. But uh, so ESPN has them as a the number three overall toughest schedule.
1: Yeah, overall in the SEC or overall in the country?
0: No, overall. Overall in 133 teams. Holy got the third, shit. Third toughest schedule.
1: Jay, that's um, bad news if you sunbelt
0: Billy. Yeah, it just doesn't get easier for, for sunbelt Billy. I mean, you go you go to their schedule, man, and –
1: Fuck it, Jay. Give they, every game. Start. Fuck it. Give every game. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. So you go to their schedule. They start off on a Thursday night at Utah, and you know Utah has a good football team. I I didn't think they was gonna beat them last year. I thought no way, no way. But then when you watched the you watched them live last year, did they play on Friday last year or something? It
1: was a it was a Friday or it was a the early first game, big yeah, game. Yeah, early game. It no, it wasn't. It was first game of the year, but it wasn't early. It was a night game, like. But it could have no, been no, Friday no, no, no. night.
0: I mean, like. Friday, Thursday, whatever. Anyway, I was was watching them last year, and I just them white, them slow white boys of Utah just couldn't keep up with the athletes in space, and they just wasn't ready. They wasn't prepared for uh, Richardson, you know. So this year they're going to be prepared, man. Mm -hmm. That that coach, you know, they chomping at the bit. You know, they circled this game ever since they lost.
1: They returned their quarterback.
0: Utah return their eighth year uh he's the same age as peter parish yeah. quarterback um <laughs> i feel like he's been there for five years I, for straight and up and,
1: uh, straight up they still got kyle um, winningham the coach they return their quarterback yes, the games yes. in utah I, I,
0: I like yeah i like i like kyle winningham i like the quarterback um so jay they, are, uh, are, real
1: quick are you saying a couple of those plays that that uh anthony richardson made that graham hurts the transfer from wisconsin the white boy from wisconsin he ain't gonna make them plays is what you're saying
0: no, no, he's not going to run away from cornerbacks and safeties. Yeah, love it. I don't think I don't I don't know for sure, but I just wouldn't think.
1: All right, so you got so, that game in L.
0: Yeah, I got that game as an L. All right, let's then, go through schedule. Then, then they got the second biggest game of the year, baby. Let's hear it. Magnese at home.
1: No, but, no, like Charles. I, oh, is that like Charles. No, <laughs> that'd be tight.
0: Uh, they play Magnese, but I got them beating Magnese only for one reason. Wow. Daddy's not there to coach no more.
1: Yeah. They better fucking think they're lucky stars that Chaz Daddy Santa ain't at McNeese anymore.
0: Oh. Dang right. That'd be church. And uh <laughs> yeah. Um then they got Tennessee at home. Yikes. Hell. They play Charlotte at home. Uh so they gonna win that one. Think obviously. they're lucky stars, yep. Then they got at Kentucky. Okay. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what Kentucky's gonna look like. But I don't know if they're gonna be a hell or not. For let, that the, let the let the
1: record show that Kentucky beat them by uh, two scores last year.
0: No, well, yeah, like you said, they had a generational quarterback over there, and we'll see. We'll see how Kentucky goes. Okay. And then they got Vanderbilt at home, so that so that's a first pretty good run. So that, they they could be they could start a season four and two. You know they could. Okay. Hopefully they don't. I got hopefully them three and three, three, but we'll keep going. Three and three, but hopefully three and three. But they could start four and two, get hot. hundred percent. They easily could. And they got to go to Sandstorm, baby. They got to go to South Carolina. Uh, I don't think they're going to beat them. And okay. they got a Georgia home,
1: Meh. Arkansas
0: home, at LSU, Meh. at Missouri. Meh. Florida State. Oh, God. And what's the craziest thing about Florida's schedule this year? They play Georgia, South Carolina, and Arkansas. You know, okay. All three teams have a bye before they play Florida.
1: That is tough to hear if you're a Florida fan. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so, South
1: Carolina, Georgia, and Arkansas all have byes before they play Florida?
0: Before they play Florida. Yeah, that's the only ones in the uh, in the schedule that have that many. Uh, their opposing opponent has that uh, that many buys before they play them. Yeah,
1: thank God that Sun Belt Billy's got a staff of 160 coaches.
0: So he's going to need all 160. Yeah, for I mean, this one, y'all. I'm and sure was, y'all have
1: seen the picture of uh, Sun Belt Billy's his coaching staff and analysts, and they're more than yeah, the team. It's yeah, that's
0: crazy. crazy. Yeah, more more coaches and analysts than the players, and then not only that, Rob. So. So, so you you think, as an outsider looking in, uh, that Sun Belt Billy he um, he met his goal, proceeded, you know, like he he he, he exceeded his goal for wins and losses last year, or he did underachieve.
1: I think six and seven and three and five in the SEC is
0: underachieving. underachieving when you had a top
1: five, you had a top five draft pick uh, quarterback.
0: Okay. Yeah, because cause all the quarterbacks that played at at Florida, that we you know you can think of Chris Leak, Tim Tebow, you know, um, the guy that played against Joe Burrow, I can't think of his name right now. He was good. Trask. Yeah, Kyle, those three Kyle quarterbacks Trask was a were positive really finalist. All three of them were really good. Yeah, they never went top five.
1: Nope. Anthony Anthony did.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. But that's a, this, <laughs> Cold that's sword, another com- that's another conversation for for another time yeah but um so so what what do you have them going overall well give me a what's the vegas well before you vegas say Vegas has i got them four vegas, and eight vegas has them at five and five. five five and a half wins
1: all right i got the under i got them going four and eight look the okay. uh, can you, you you the four wins are mcneese charlotte vanderbilt missouri i got them losing to utah <laughs> losing to tennessee losing to kentucky like which like i said don't fucking at me And be like, we're gonna beat Kentucky. Well, Kentucky beat you by two scores last year.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And the game's at Kentucky, so uh, Kroger, so so a little Kroger, Kroger Field magic. So
0: so last year, this year, you don't think they're gonna win more than six games, right? Nope,
1: nope. They're gonna win four or five games this year.
0: Okay, let's let's just let's just say that the bar set at six. Okay, so maybe maybe they win six and get lucky. Let's say they won six last year. They might win six this year. And next year, if you look at the schedule, I know we're talking about this year's schedule next year, let's pull
1: I'm pulling it up talk to me and not
0: and not in this order. I don't know what order. Um, but just basically these are the opponents over next year. I got Miami, UCF, Sanford, Kentucky LSU Ole Miss, Am Georgia neutral, and they go Tennessee at Florida at Florida State, at Tennessee, at Texas. At uh, Mississippi State next
1: year. <laughs> they got to play the Mario Cristobal Bruh. up and rising hurricanes. They got to play UCF, which, by the way, um, Mr. Malzon has them on fire right now. Could Probably the best team in Florida outside of Florida State. They, they, gotta gotta go Florida to, State. they got to go to Georgia. They got Florida State, who was a, a pick to win the ACC this year. They got to play LSU. They got to play Tennessee, and they got to play the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> so, we're, well, look, sure. I got them going four and eight, and that's a little bit of hater in there. But realistic, they're going to win five, five, four or five games, they're, or six, like six games. So that's under I, cheap. yeah
0: six, yeah. And okay,
1: so next year, Jay, are they going to win six games? They might
0: not. They better hope Sanford ain't good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, if you're listening to this oh, podcast, man. you're anti Florida too. But this is just a nightmare, and Sunbelt Billy, I. I ain't gonna lie. So, so I, I was kind of high on so, Sunbelt Billy when they hired yeah. him.
0: No, I like I like the um, um, you know Billy Napier. I really did at ULL. Yes, and it, you know if they didn't hire a big name coach, a sexy hire, then I was you know I was kind of leaning towards well just hire Billy. He's right down the road, man. It's hire Billy Napier. Um, you know, but when you go to the to the dark side. When you go to the Florida Gators, I, I'm a, you ain't never gonna you son you Bill ain't Billy to never. me, bro. Yeah, you son out yeah. Bill Billy. I ain't I ain't rooting for you to win no game.
1: Never. And good you, luck, you can bro. Take who, all, who scheduled these you can fucking take, games?
0: You can, you can take all them hundred and sixty coaches and move to Holly Beach for all I care, Jay, you know?
1: their schedule this year is retarded, but next year, Jesus. Next Christ. year's worse.
0: Next year's worse, man. So so that's all I'm asking you. So do you? So I have a question for you. Do you think Sunbelt Bill Billy will be there in twenty twenty five? Are they gonna run him off?
1: They'll run him off. They'll run so him he off. He's he, yeah. they twenty twenty
0: four.
1: He man, I, how's his recruiting? We need to really look into that. And, and 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 um,
0: you know, some of us, some of you know, a lot of a lot of being a winner in sports it has to do with luck. And, He's just got bad luck for <laughs> oh, scheduling and, and everything you know that's a tough three years to playing. start you know kind, kind of like that uh Barry Odom at, at Missouri yeah that was pretty lucky that he went to Missouri and won that many games and made it to the east championship game two years because the east was so down I think Gary know?
1: I think Gary Pinkle was the coach for that Jay to be honest I think that was boom. whoever whoever
0: was whoever yeah, was Gary maybe. Pinkle that was Gary Pinkle well, so anyway whoever was they just it was part of part lucky that
1: that the East was
0: down. Yep. He ain't doing he ain't doing that in Missouri no more.
1: No. I mean, no coach. So, Odom or, or Eli Drinkwitz has definitely not proven that they could do that. But, yeah, that was Gary Pinkle when they first got here. Then he got in a big scam and gotten a big uh thing about, fuck, I think it was some rape allegations and stuff and no one. But, yeah, that was that was Gary Pinkle back then. Yeah. But you're right. That's a little bit of luck. Like, East was so down. They used to call it the SEC least those years.
0: That was like yeah, an open I mean, joke. To the
1: SEC least it was terrible, and Gary Pinkle took advantage of that. He had an old team, and
0: you know they done good. So, so right now Florida is the number three recruiting class in the country right now. Not not say only because, but they have uh, they have seventeen commitments. You know, okay. Like LSU LSU is number ten. Well, LSU number ten. They got eighteen commitments. So, oh, that's good. So Florida's number three right now in the country. They got two five stars and four ten stars right now.
1: So Sunbelt, so Billy, that is your way out. You have to do to, to compete, better. dude. You have to do that. Yeah,
0: yeah, but can can he develop in, in a short amount of time with freshmen? You know, yeah. I mean, there's going
1: to be sophomores.
0: That, this, that'll be sophomores for so next year. So 23. So 2023, last year's recruiting class, he was 14. He had uh twenty two commitments overall, eighteen four stars. And then uh and that was, I that's, that's pretty much it. Jay Florida should have never Florida.
1: got rid of your Uncle Fester.
0: Who's that? Oh uh Dan Muller. They should have never no, got rid of Uncle Fester. No, they should they should have never got rid of my favorite Florida coach, the McIlwain. <laughs> oh that shark the shark fucker. I love McElwain, man. He was so terrible. I love. He him. went to two SEC championships,
1: but yeah. You, you, uh, I mean, I I remember he he I don't uh, he he beat the Tigers one time, I think. But yeah, he sucks. One yeah, time, sucks. yeah. You don't remember the picture of him humping that shark? No, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that looked just look. I know it wasn't him. That looked just like him.
0: Mhm.
1: All right, Jay. I got some. Uh, let's wrap up the episode. I got some uh, quick fire uh, quick fire trivia for you. Not trivia. I, I want to hear your thoughts i got some tri- uh, quick-fire thought questions for you. Yeah. You ready? Okay. All right, this is SEC's questions. Question number one, Jay, can Joe Milton carry this offense like Hendon Hooker did, the Tennessee offense?
0: I don't know, man. Hendon Hooker, one of his thing, one of his two, you know, like I always say, quarterbacks, you know, I'm not an expert by no means. But quarter, being a good quarterback is based off of two things, accuracy, in decision-making. Okay. And I mean, you can be as athletic as it comes. I like, like Richardson was last year for me, he was just about as athletic physical specimens as you can about imagine. It's like you built him in a a factory. Yeah. But I've seen, you know, I've seen him play against whoever uh, Richardson against, who was it? Charleston Southern or whoever it was. And, 48% Forty-eight percent completion with three tu- three, one, zero touchdowns and three interceptions. You know, like that's right. It's just it doesn't doesn't factor in, man. It's it all factors in what's between the ears. You know, um, so can can Joe Milton make the accurate throws when needed? Now we know you've seen the videos. I've seen the videos. He can throw it eighty yards. He did it to Peyton Manning passing at Academy Camp and uh at Nichols and Thibodeau. A video, and if you you want to Google it or whatever, listeners, you can look it up. He threw it for eighty yards over there.
1: Yeah, this dude is, is as talented as a as a human could be to play the game. Of yeah,
0: it looks like a defensive end. Yep. You know, I mean, he's six five two forty five. I mean, that's crazy. And now, can he be accurate enough? Can can um, you know, when he gets in a bind, can uh hypo you know simplify it enough just to just to they can play backyard football, just throw little easy passes. Because you don't need to throw the ball 80 yards every single time. You can't. But
1: We got a small sample size of him last year. He started against Vanderbilt and yeah. Tennessee. I
0: uh, mean, because he, he started the game, he, he transferred from Michigan, and he started yep. uh, the first game against, was it um, Pitt? And they lost. They lost a couple of games. To ride Kenny of the kick, Pickett.
1: Then, they lost to Kenny Pickett.
0: Yeah, and then they and they they moved to Hooker, and they never looked back until Henry Hooker got hurt. And he looked good against uh, South Carolina. He looked good against uh, no no not South Carolina. Oh, he played against Clemson uh, and Vanderbilt. Yeah, Clemson. He looked he looked pretty good against Clemson, and then uh, in the bowl game, he, he didn't look bad. I'm
1: I'm I'm buying it. I think he's gonna. I, I got him going ten and two. I think that uh, I think that Heupel man, he's fucking next level. I don't know if they were so excited when they hired Heupel, but man, I I've seen Hendon Hooker come in there and hook cook us at eleven o'clock. Can Joe Milton do the same thing? It's a big question this year, so I'm excited to watch it. Jay, second question: Which coast in the in the East is on the hottest seat right
0: now? Who's got that fire seat in the SEC East? See, I, we just talked about um, um, Billy Napier. I don't think he's on the hot seat just yet.
1: No, he's not.
0: I, I think on after this year, he might be. You know, or will be. I think so. Um. So it has to be. It has to be. You know, I guess Eli Drinkwitz. You know, because Kentucky is pretty satisfied with with Stutes. I I think I don't think he's gonna in on a hot seat. I don't think Beamer's on a hot seat because Beamer has had a just like Napier this year, next year. He's had some hellacious schedules, man. I don't know who's scheduling these people either. Yeah, like him. Um, you know, but that's just. Part of it. If you go to South Carolina, you know you have to play Clemson every year. That's you know, right. if you go to Florida, you know you know have to play Florida State every year. That's just part of it. Yep. So, uh, I don't think Beamer is either. I, I think it might be Drinkwitz. You know, because in his last, he's been there. This will be his fourth season. Um, in 2020, he went five and five. 2021, he went six and seven. 2022, he went six and seven. In the last two game, two years, they lost their both their bowl games to. Uh, 21, they lost at the Army, and then 22, they lost to Lake Forest. In 2020, they the bowl game got canceled against Iowa for uh, COVID. But uh, so they so Drinkwitz is 17 and 19 overall, 11 and 15 in the SEC. He uh he was at Appalachian State for one year. They went 12 and one. He was making 750 thousand dollars for one year at Appalachian State. You know what he's making now, Rob? What's that? He signed a six-year, twenty-four million-dollar contract, so he's making four million a year. So that's a pay raise of three, three and a quarter million dollars. <laughs> Yikes! Can, can we and all agree at, that he's a fucking dork? <laughs> yeah. And I looked it up. If they fire him, he gets his four million dollars a year for the remaining of his uh, contract. Damn. So they so, are they
1: all in on Eli? I guess they're all in on Eli, huh?
0: They must be all in on him. So I just. I don't know what they – you know, I, I just think he'd be on the hot seat because I don't think that Clark at Vanderbilt's on the hot seat because I don't – pretty much nobody on a hot seat at Vanderbilt, you know. They should
1: have kept James Franklin. Is
0: yeah, that crazy kept, that he kept, won
1: nine games, Jay, at
0: Vanderbilt? Yeah, that's crazy. And then that other guy, I thought he was – I thought Derek Mason was a good coach. He was just like, this is hard to win at Vanderbilt, man. It is hard to it's win, hard at, to win Vanderbilt. at Vanderbilt. It's hard to win at Vanderbilt. I just think it's going to be hard to win. And then I, I know that uh, this is kind of off-subject or whatever. But I sent you a thing the other day, if you don't remember, uh, which coach will have the more success in year one, uh, Matt Rule at Nebraska, uh, Prime at Colorado, Fickle uh, at Wisconsin, or he Freeze at Auburn. And I just think it's hard to win at Nebraska, man. I just think it will be.
1: Let the record show that it is. Let the record show Wisconsin. That higher dude is massive. You understand me?
0: Oh, yeah. I think, I think he's definitely going to be good, man. I really do. I was hoping that before Brian Kelly, because nobody we said we said this before in podcast nobody knew that Brian Kelly was coming to LSU. If you did, knew if you say you knew, then you're you're lying. But I I thought I was really hoping that maybe LSU would for Tickle. But obviously, I'm I'm way happier now, and I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they hired Brian Kelly. But at the time, you know, I was wanting to hire. Pickle. So so deep into the
1: LSU weeds, Jay Scott Woodward. Came on off the bench with uh T Bob, A. Bear, and Jacob Hester on ESPN Baton Rouge 1045 yeah. the other day. Did you listen to that interview by chance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're
0: talking about the SEC Media Days and stuff and what does yeah. he do on a daily basis? Yeah,
1: and, and he he let out a small little nugget for if you're really in the weeds of love and LSU. he said, he said that Brian Kelly's uh, manager called him and said he was interested, and Kelly said, I mean, and Woodward said, Oh, he oh, he is? Of course, I want to talk to him. So that made me think that he was not on the original list. Like I don't think he. It was not. It wasn't known that he wasn't unhappy at Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah.
0: That that was that. just like we we like <laughs> it. Wasn't, he was just tired of getting his uh his ass whipped every year in the playoffs, man.
1: Isn't it funny? So behind the scenes, what that tells you is behind the scenes, he's telling his manager, "I got to get out of here. I need to. I got I, to get it. I got to get out of here. I have done everything I can do with these fucking shitty ass kids." And I need to go I need, I need. need to go coach some athletes. I, uh, it ain't no fun when the Rabbits got the gun, and Rabbits got the gun now. That's why you saw oh, him yeah. take down Nick Saban in the first year. Oh, yeah. So I just thought that was an interesting nugget. Jay, I got two more questions for you. Okay. We were talking about Eli Drinkwitz and a lot of Sunbelt Billy. Who loses their job first, Jay? Sunbelt Billy or Eli the fucking dork Drinkwitz?
0: Oh, man. I don't know, man. That's a <laughs> – if Brink can hang on, maybe maybe Sunbelt Billy, but I don't know what's going to happen this year.
1: I mean, what? The, the, Missouri, he's going to go six and six every year. He's going to go five, you know, five yeah, and seven yeah, every now, year. It, like,
0: uh, I guess it's who gets it's, more tolerant. So, so, yeah. So I, I think that expectations are higher at Florida.
1: Yeah. So, so you're saying so Sunbelt so Billy I loses think, their job first?
0: Yeah, I would think because, I, like I said, I, they're uh, Missouri, you know. They're not expected to play for national championships and, and have top five and top ten recruiting classes every year. They're just not. Okay. I mean, it's great if you do, but it's just it's not an expectation. Florida, the fans, the, the ADs, the whatever, uh, Board of Regents, whatever you want, they believe that there are a top five program in the country uh, Then they should compete for national championship every year. And I just don't – I don't think – they're not there yet. I don't know who can get them there. I hope nobody ever can get them there again, but right. sure expectations are way higher.
1: All right, Jay, last question and we'll wrap this episode up. Who what's the who's got the toughest 3 to 4 game stretch in the East this year? And I think we're thinking the same thing, but tell me who you got.
0: Hold on, man. Florida's pretty tough. Yeah. Georgia, Arkansas at LSU, Florida State, back to back to back, you know.
1: Yeah, and they got, got a- before that's a bye week for South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. it's got to be that it's 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 like South Carolina bye week, Georgia, Arkansas, LSU, Jesus Christ, and then you got Missouri, but then Florida State's right after that. So yeah, that trickles in earlier. What we were talking about the Florida schedule, it's tough. Uh, over under was it five, Jay? I got them going four and eight. Mm-hmm. So and half,
0: yeah.
1: over that rule more time, I got Florida going four four and eight. I got Georgia going twelve and zero, Kentucky six and six, Missouri six and six, South Carolina six and six, Tennessee ten and two. Vanderbilt three and nine. So that was our SEC East uh, schedule preview, little bonus. It'll be out tonight. It's Sunday night. Listen to it on your way to work. It's Monday morning. Listen to it when you're at work this week, on your way home. Thank y'all for everybody listening. Jay, I appreciate it. And uh, And, uh, go
0: ahead. I got one more. One of our listeners uh, from Cameron, Mr. Joe Higgins, Neil Higgins, remember him, his dad? Yeah. Yeah. He said uh, he listened to the episode, first time listener last uh, week, and he said he really liked it. He said that uh, only one problem was he said we need to say "cap" more.
1: <laughs> oh, you got it, cap. Whatever keeps you listening, so, you, hey, you got so, it, cap.
0: So, so so Joe, you got it, cap. Hey,
1: you got it, cap. Thank you for listening, Mr. Joe Jay. This is Winner's Win.